Hello and welcome to the Retail Influencer by 20 Cent Retail. An efficient pricing approach is essential for retailers, especially in the current economic context. Today, my guest is Remy Casanova from Price Move, who helps us understand the effects of inflation and gives us advice on which areas we should all focus on. Here's our chat. Hello, Remy, and welcome to the show. Hello, Vincent. Thank you for having me today. Uh, well, you're welcome. We are going to chat something which is quite uh, topical today because uh, we are going to talk about inflation and pricing. Um, perhaps uh, to start with, as you are in, in pricing, you must have a certain view of uh, the current situation and, and, and quite some data about the, the inflation overall. Uh, maybe you could give us uh, first to start an, an overview of the current situation in, in Europe. Yeah, sure. Um, first thing to say is that inflation is not new. Uh, inflation has been across the world and across Europe for a, a long time. What is new uh, recently is the intensity of the inflation, right? Uh, according to Eurostat, inflation uh, rate has been not higher than 4% since 1996, so a bit less than 30 years. But what you see is that in uh, 2022, last October, uh, inflation rate was above 10% in the Eurozone, 10.6% exactly, which was more than 7% more than what it used to be uh, a year before. Um, now, if you look at uh, 2023, because we are already in 2023, exactly. uh, you can see that inflation projections are slightly below. So around 7%. Uh, but keep in mind that uh, that decrease is fully focused on the energy side of the inflation. That is to say the projection for next year, for 2023, for food or other type of products and services will keep the same pace as it was in 2022. That's actually good that you, you mentioned the category and we're going to, to, to go back uh, on that a bit further. Do you also have some, some information about uh, how countries are affected differently, perhaps? Because I expect that inflation in France is not the same as in Belgium or in UK uh, in, in that regard. Sure. Uh, the, the state in Europe is very different from one country uh, to another. Uh, the lowest rates are in France uh, last year with 7%, for example, Spain also 7% and Malta also 7.4%. But when you look more on the eastern side of, of Europe, then uh, inflation can be uh, skyrocketing. For example, Hungary is above 21%, Lithuania around 22%, and Est Estonia in the same range of uh, increase. Okay. And uh, you just did mention about this uh, discrepancy or differences between energy and, and food, uh, for example, or uh, with, with uh, drinks and, and others. Uh, could you go a bit further into that? Like, are, are all categories also affected the same way or not? Absolutely not. Um, why? Because uh, I'm sure if you ask someone in France, for example, uh, how do you think the price increase in the last 12 months, they would not tell you 7%, which is the exact figure. They would tell you a double digit, most probably. That's because of the definition of inflation, right? Like European bank defined the inflation based on an index. I won't go into the detail of the calculation and index because I'm not a mathematician, but I know that it is based on a specific basket of goods 
and services, right? Yeah. The people which are referring to the price increase in the last 12 months, they will mostly refer to uh, food and perhaps gas. Yeah. Those two elements has been increasing a lot in the last 12 months, while at the same period of time, other type of element has been increasing less. Let me give you a few figures here. Yes. Uh, in the last 12 months, housing and electricity gas has been increasing by more than 20%. Food and beverage has been increasing by 16%, right? Okay. At the same time, the same period of time, communication, so expenses related to communication, prices has been decreasing by 1%. And when it comes to clothing and, and shoes, it had been increasing just above 3%. So when it comes to infl inflation, you need to make sure you are targeting the correct element in the basket so that you have the correct reference to apply into your different pricing strategies. Um, that's actually bring me to uh, my next question, which is about the, the complexity. Uh, because as you mentioned, we have to look really at all the details when you before you make an analysis. And, and before we go into what retailers and, and, and brands could do uh, about the current inflation and, and the, the rise of prices, um, could you perhaps explain why is pricing in general such a complex concept? Sure. Uh, pricing is complex because uh, when it comes to uh, pricing, you have to take into account uh, an influence of a huge variety of factors, both can be internal or external to a business. Some of these key factors are, of course, the cost, right? As I said, inflation is high. European bank rates, price stability, when you have an inflation maximum at 2%, we are above 10% in Europe, so we can easily state that we are in a price instability currently. So cost need to be closely followed by. Second one is market condition, mm -hmm. making sure that you're Price competitors are closely follow up. You have the willingness to pay. You must consider the value consumer puts on a specific product, on a specific services. You have also your distribution channel. Today, distribution channel are exploding, right? It used to be my in-store, then my in-store and my uh, web Uh, site. Now you have marketplace kicking in, you have B2B entering the new world of retailers. So the frontiers between channel are becoming more blurry uh, every day. Next one is the government regulations, of course. Obviously. And last one, yeah, uh, a concrete example is uh, the European Union uh, recently put in place a new regulation when it comes to the uh, strike through price, right? Yeah. The price you strike when you may launch a promotion. You have now to obey by specific rules defined by the European Union. So every country in the European Union has to take that into account. Mm -hmm. Last element, which is a no-brainer, is the business objective of your own company, right? It can be my company wants to uh, have increasing market share. They want to maximize profit or they want to target a specific customer segment. They want to open a new market. Those kind of top level uh, company uh, strategies and company objectives have a direct influence on the price you put in place in the different market you have access to. All right. Well, that, that 
is of course something which is quite complex. Uh, so thank you for that that explanation. Um, especially that we are all looking at retailers right now, and and the fact that they're supposed to be the ones controlling the prices. Um, what can they do actually to to navigate in in the current economical context? To be clear, and given everything that I said before. Uh, The context, uh, the current context, uh, push retailers to increase the price. I would say they have no other alternative than increasing prices. It's a defensive move, right? According to McKinsey, 89% of retailers are increasing prices in reaction to inflation, right? Yeah. So how should I do that? That's where our recommendation at price move is to focus on three pillars. Cost competition, and customer. So okay. cost, uh, as I said, what is important is to anticipate and have a good communication when it comes to price changes, making sure that you are correctly informed and that you correctly inform your own team. It's also about cut off the promotion when they're not working. It's commonly accepted that 30% of promotion are unprofitable. And last but not least, on the cost, make sure that you automate and differentiate your cost pass-through. That is to say, when I have a price increase, how do I impact my own prices? Making sure that's automated and differentiated quite granularly. Mm. Second pillar is competition. Um, of course, uh, you need to gather and analyze all the price information you can have about your uh, competition. And at the same time, deploy a granular competitive pricing strategies. I might be a market leader on one category, but I might also be just a follower on another category. I need to make sure that my price pricing, when it comes to following competition, is taking that into account. Should I be higher than the market? Should I be lower? Should I be following the market? That's an important element to take quite granular. Okay. Last element is customer. Uh, you need to take into account uh, your customer behavior, right? So first of all is to differentiate your prices depending on the region, depending on the store, depending on the channel, perhaps depending on the customer. Second one, which is very trendy uh, recently, is value your private labels. Uh, we've seen that private labels from retailers has been increasing in visibility, right? But also in the figures that were mentioned for 2022 for most of the retailers uh, in Europe. So make sure that you enrich your assortment, you better promote it, and of course that you have a state-of-the-art price position. And last one is communication. Um, Price is uh, a uh, very discussed uh, topic, right? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, right yes, especially right now. So you need to make sure that your communication when it comes to, to prices are correctly fit uh, and that your customer uh, do understand the correct message and you don't uh, put on the market a communication which is not in accordance with the real price that you have in your market. Of course. All right. Well, well, that is actually quite uh, quite interesting because indeed, like everybody is forced to raise the prices now. That's that's the right reaction to do, or the, the what the market expects you to do or asks you to do. But we, there's a lot of talk about all the negotiations between retailers and brands and and who should do what. Um, 
Can you perhaps tell us whether all this type of data and pricing analysis could be used to streamline those negotiations right now, which can be very harsh or which are pointed with the fingers by saying that one is actually pulling the blanket over the other and not listening and this and that. So mm. could all this analysis be a streamlining effect? Sure. All the data that you gather while making your pricing or even while rating the performance of your pricing are key elements, even cornerstone, to feed your negotiation with the brand. A good example is when you have uh, automatize your uh, pricing based on uh, cross increase. It gives you a clear doorstep into leaking your own performance per SKU to the source of changes, right? Mm -hmm. Is my performance due to a cost uh, update? Is it due to competition landscape? Is it due to customer misfits? Thanks to this data, you can easily link your performance to the cost increase and that can directly feed your negotiation with the brands, right? If I have a downturn in my performance and I identify this is due to the fact that I've been increasing the price due to uh, uh, an increase in my uh, cost, then uh, I take that information and that's very valuable to renegotiate with the brand. All right. And... and... Perhaps because as as we all know now, you, you just mentioned all this thing, which is quite based on, on facts and, and data. Uh, perhaps you have one last piece of advice then for retailers and brands which are listening right now uh, and, and how to navigate uh, today. Of course, I would say that the, the global economy today is entering a, a new paradigm, right? Where channels are not reserved to siloed players. Omnichannel model is becoming true in all industry. You need to make sure that you are correctly tooled in terms of data, but also in terms of platform to turn this change into a real opportunity. Good. Well, uh, thank you very much for those uh, insights about pricing and, and, and the current situation. Uh, and we could talk about this all day, and I bet that we can write or, or, or discuss this for for different uh, different amount of time. But we are limited uh, to our format. Uh, Remy, again, thank you very much for being today uh, on the show, and I hope to talk to you soon. Thanks for the discussion. That's all for this episode. Don't forget to check out 20centretail.com for more retail stories. Don't hesitate to write us an email if you have any questions or queries. Until the next episode, enjoy the rest of your week and thank you for listening.